Mindset Mentor is proudly sponsored by Amica Insurance. Amica Insurance is all about empathy. They know your auto, home, and life insurance are more than just policies. Home insurance is about protecting the life you've built. Auto insurance is about protecting you on the road ahead. That's why Amica takes a consultative approach to help protect what matters most to you. They're a customer-owned insurance company that puts your needs first, and their representatives are available 24-7 for claim-related matters. As Amika says, empathy is our best policy. The Taste of the Mediterranean sales event is going on now through March 19th at Whole Foods Market. It's a store-wide flavor-packed journey of regionally inspired selections. Save on Mediterranean-inspired flavors like Parmigiano-Reggiano, charcuterie, and ground lamb. Find sales on Animal Welfare certified meat. Save on seafood like whole branzini and sustainable wild-cut sockeye salmon. Stock up on wallet-happy Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles and whole wheat pita pockets. Wines from the sun-soaked vineyards of Spain, Greece, and Italy start at just $8.99. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to today's episode of the Mindset Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Dial. If you have not yet done so, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another podcast episode. And if you love this podcast, please do me a favor. Take out your phone, however you listen to us, and give us a rating and review. reason why the more positive rating reviews that we get, those platforms, when we get more positive rating reviews, actually show this podcast people who have never listened to it before. So if you would do that before we start, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Today, we're going to be talking about self-love. And we're going to be diving into self-love in a way that you've never thought of it before. I'm going to talk about what self-love is. I'm going to be talking about what self-love is not. And it will probably surprise you. Um, because most of the time when we think of self-love, it's like looking in the mirror and saying, I love myself. I love myself. And, and I'm going to love myself no matter what. And you're beautiful and you're handsome and you're doing amazing. And don't get me wrong, that is self-love. And that is a very, very important part of self-love. That's not really what we're going to be talking about today. You know, people hear the word self-love and they think that I need to love myself more and I need to speak better to myself. I need to, I need to be my best friend. I need to tell myself instead of saying, you know, you look terrible in those jeans, saying, hey, you look amazing in those jeans and telling myself, you know what? I'm an amazing mother. I'm doing a great job. I'm proud of myself. I need to give myself more, a little bit of a, a mental and verbal hug and those are definitely important, but that's not what we're going to be diving into today. I'm going to dive into something completely different because all of that is true. All of that is necessary. I do believe that you should talk to yourself in the mirror. Uh, one of the most uh, changing, life-changing things that's happened to me when I was younger was we had, when I worked in a company when I was about 19 years old, 20 years old, we had a guy come in and speak to our sales group. And he was talking about looking at yourself in the mirror, setting a timer for five minutes and saying, I love you. I love you. And like looking deep in your own eyes, not wearing any clothes right out of the showers, completely naked as you are, as you were born into this earth and saying, I love you. And I did that. And it helped a lot. It helped me start to love myself more, start to believe in myself more. And that is very important. But we're going to talk about a completely different version of it. And I, I, I want to talk first about what self-love is not, because I see it getting, I guess you could say misconstrued to most people where you have a really tough day at work, you have a really long day, and you think to yourself, you know what would really make me feel better is having a glass of wine. And we try to trick ourselves and say, you know what, self-love right now is a glass of wine. And sure, sometimes it might be. But the majority of times, if we have a really tough day at work, 
or a really tough day and we come back and we have a glass of wine, a lot of times that's not self-love. It can be once again. I'm not saying don't enjoy a glass of wine, but a lot of times that actually tends to be numbing of our actual feelings. It's not, uh, self-love is not going and getting fast food because you're hungry and you don't want to get hangry. Self-love would be more of like stopping and getting an apple at the store instead and having that hold you off until you're able to get a real, actual, legitimate meal, not something that's full of chemicals. Um, Self-love is not skipping the gym because you've had a hard day at work and you know you, you worked really hard today. Sometimes it might be, but the majority of the time it's actually not. It's, it's showing up to the gym because you do love yourself. And it's not, self-love is not having a cigarette because you've had a stressful day. None of those things are really self-love the majority of the time. A lot of the times what that is is self-numbing. And it's not going into and actually starting to uh, go to the root of what's actually going on and, and solving the root problem. Because a lot of times we're trying to numb the feeling. We're trying to numb the stress. We're trying to numb the anxiety that we have because of the way that the world is and the way that our lives are. And once again, I'm not saying don't enjoy your life. I'm not in saying, you know, if, if you want to have a cigarette, I don't care. That's fine. Have a cigarette. If you want to, you know, have a glass of wine, have a glass of wine. If you did have a really good day, a really bad day, sometimes you got to listen to your body and, and you do need to skip the gym. But the majority of the time, it's not doing those things. A lot of the time, those are actually the opposite of self-love. Those are self-numbing. You know, for instance, if we look at like the, 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 the example of having a glass of wine, for instance, after a really long, stressful day, you know, maybe the boss, he's just such an asshole and he triggered you and he yelled at you and your coworkers are like little shits and they're bugging you as well. That glass of wine, a lot of times, instead of actually dealing with, hey, why was I triggered by my boss? Why was I triggered by my, uh, the people that I work with and my coworkers? Why was I triggered? A lot of times the feeling that we feel is like the downstream effect. It's like the, the symptom, but it's not the actual cause of it. And so for me, being in the industry that I'm in and, and trying to help people as much as I can, I always look and I say, if you were triggered, why were you triggered? If you feel like you have to have a glass of wine after a long day of work because you want to take the edge off, the real question in my mind is, why is there an edge? Most adults were never taught how to self-soothe. I have an episode about a month ago where I really go into self-soothing. So I recommend listening to that and going back. And so we're not taught how to self-soothe, how to calm our nervous system down, how to calm, our, calm our, our mindset down. And so we search a lot of times for external circumstances and external substances. A glass of wine, although it is amazing and I do love wine, it's the easy way out. And there's no growth from it. So then you start to take a step back and say, okay, I can see that. Maybe I'm a little bit, a little bit triggered by what Rob's saying because I love having a glass of wine when, when I do have a stressful day and I do want to take the edge off. But then you ask yourself, well, what would be better? What would be better for my own self-improvement? And maybe what would be better for you instead of having a glass of wine is deciding, you know what? I've had a stressful day. I've got a lot of negative energy inside of me right now. I have a lot of stressful energy inside of me. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get changed when I get home. I'm going to put on my running shoes and I'm going to go for a run just to get out that anger, just to get out that frustration, just to get out that negative energy inside of me and allow my body, instead of holding on to it, allow my body to release that energy so that I can move on. Maybe if you don't like running, maybe instead of having that glass of wine, doing something like a 20-minute guided meditation would help you 
learn how to calm yourself and learn how to self-soothe. So maybe you sit down, you have a meditation. Believe me, your brain's going to be all over the place. and You're going to feel all of your feelings. You're going to feel why you're triggered. But instead of running from it, it's more of like, can we dive into it and ask myself, why is this here? And how can I make sure that next time I don't get triggered? Maybe it might be for you if, if the glass of wine is what you're trying to avoid. You don't want to go for a run. Maybe you don't want to meditate. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe you're a really big thinker. Like me, I'm a really big thinker and I, I have to think through problems and think, think, think. And I like to be by myself, in quiet. And a lot of times I like to put my thoughts on with pen and paper because there's some really complex things that we go through. And a lot of times we'll look at it and we'll say, oh, my boss triggered me, so I need a glass of wine. But sometimes that self-love isn't that. Sometimes it's saying, hey, listen, what's, what's, what's a way I can love myself better? Well, why did my boss trigger me? Oh, you know what it is? It's reminding me of something that my dad used to say when I was younger. It's reminding me of when I was rejected uh, by the boys on the, the baseball team. And we start to actually identify where these things are coming from so that we can improve. And I realize these are not sexy. Like, what's sexy? If you go back and look at like in the 1950s, 1960s, maybe even earlier, and you look at like, I'm just thinking of like black and white movies in like the 40s and stuff where they'd be sitting there and it looks so sexy to like have a glass of wine and a cigarette. And that seems sexy. They make it look sexy. Uh, journaling is not very sexy. Meditating is not very sexy. Going for a run or doing a really good workout is not really sexy. They're actually harder, like way harder than just sitting down and having a glass of wine. They're way harder. A glass of wine, that's easy. That's sexy but it doesn't change anything. And you're not listening to this podcast because you want to stay the same. You're listening to this podcast because you're the type of person who does want to change and not stay the same. You do want to grow. And when you, when you numb, what you're really doing is you're, you're not changing anything and you don't learn anything about yourself. And so for me, if you've been listening to the podcast long enough, I'm always trying to figure out where I'm not free because where I'm triggered is showing me where I'm not free. So when someone comes to me, a boss were to come to me and, and say something to me and I get agitated or stressed or I start cussing him out in my head, it's a place where I'm not free because as Eleanor Roosevelt said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So if he made me feel inferior, I consented to that because he said this thing to me. Maybe one of my coworkers, he said the exact same thing to and they go home and they feel fine. They don't need it because they're not triggered. And so I'm really trying to figure out where I'm not free because we all want freedom. You haven't grown if you're just trying to numb. You're in the exact same place mentally, emotionally, spiritually tomorrow as you were today. So then you look at it and you say, okay, if that's not self-love, what is self-love? I see self-love obviously as the way that you speak to yourself. I see self-love as the way that you treat yourself. If you are confident in yourself, you're confident in your abilities. If you talk well to yourself, I do see it as that. I do see it as something that, of being kind to yourself. But there's also tough love. And a lot of times what we need sometimes is tough love. And when you love someone, like a really great friend, your job is to be there for that friend and to help them out. And sometimes being there for that friend, one of the best things you can do is give them tough love.
Looking for a rewarding, life-changing opportunity that enhances the lives of children in your community? With almost 50 years of experience, Huntington Learning Center is the nation's leading K-12 through tutoring and test prep franchise dedicated to shaping brighter futures for students and franchisees. Huntington is a top revenue-producing supplemental education franchise in the U.S., and their proven system is the key to success for you and your students. The Huntington Advantage includes low startup costs, turnkey systems, dedicated support teams, national and local marketing support, and multiple revenue streams to help you build a life-enriching and profitable business. No education experience needed. In today's environment, the need for tutoring has never been greater. When you become part of Huntington Learning Center, you're fulfilling an urgent need in the growing $5 billion supplemental education industry. To learn more, visit HuntingtonFranchise.com, make a meaningful difference, pursue your dreams of business ownership, and be a positive force in your community. Don't wait. Visit HuntingtonFranchise.com today. Hey, do you have any subscriptions that you forgot about? Well, Rocket Money is a personal financing app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscription, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor. That's rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor, rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor. Sometimes you don't need tough love. Don't need to give them tough love. Sometimes you do. Sometimes it's like, Hey, Stacy, you're, you're saying the same thing over and over and over again. And you're dating the same type of person over and over and over again. When are you going to get it together and stop dating these types of guys? Sometimes that's how we have to come to ourselves and speak to ourselves. Sometimes self-love is the energy of like the tough uncle. You know, it's like the tough uncle, the tough grandfather. He loves you, but he's not going to put up with the bullshit. Like, you know that when you're around him, he's going to call you out. He's going to help you get back on track. But you never question it because you know deep down he loves the hell out of you. He loves you for who you are. He wants the best for you. He wants you to grow. He wants you to be better. But sometimes there's the, the, the feminine energy that we need, which is the self-love of, of just being there and supporting ourselves and, and accepting and, and just trying to hold that space for ourselves. And then sometimes we got to talk to ourselves and say, man, you got to get your shit together. Like, when are you going to change? When's something going to be different? And that's the, the masculine energy of bringing in the tough uncle of like, damn it, I know when I get around Uncle George, he's going to call me out. And sometimes you avoid Uncle George, don't you? Because you're like, he's going to call me out of my BS. So self-love can, can look like the feminine that we're talking about, the feminine energy, because we all have masculine and feminine inside of us. But sometimes self, self-love self can really look like going to the gym when you really don't want to because you knew that it was something that you said you were going to do. And you know that if you do do it, it will be harder. But at the same time, you're going to be better. You're going to feel better after. You're going to get those, that anger out of you. You're going to get those emotions out of you. You're going to allow your body to process it and your body's going to be better at the end of it. I've never heard someone that worked out in the end of a really good workout. It's like, man, I'm really pissed off that I showed up for myself. Sometimes it, that's what self-love can be. Sometimes it could be waking up early and getting your morning routine in so that you can fill your cup for the day. Sometimes it's easier to, to sit around and, and sleep in, but you know that you need that tough love of like, hey, 
You're about to go into a real busy day. You need to be here for yourself. You need to make sure that you're on point. Okay, you need to get up. You need to do your morning routine. You need to be there for yourself. Before the kids wake up, you need to fill your own cup because, hey, your cup's been feeling empty for the last few days. Sometimes self-love is reading because it's way easier to scroll on your phone. It's way easier to scroll on your phone, but sometimes it's reading. You know, it might be a, a self-development book. It might be a spirituality book. It might be a book on how to stop overthinking. Sometimes self-love is, is deciding that you're going to meditate after a really long day. And a lot of people struggle with meditation because they think that they're supposed to stop thinking. Like I hear a lot of people, I get a lot of messages on Instagram like, hey, I'm really terrible at meditating. What should I do? Like, how do I stop? How do I stop getting? How do I get rid of all of my thoughts when I'm meditating? I'm like, no, that's not what it is. When I went to, to Thailand, I spent a day with a monk. And one of the things he said is that meditating is not getting rid of your thoughts. Meditating is observing your thoughts. Because what comes up in meditation, if it's agitation, if it's anger, frustration, what comes in, in meditation when there is no external stimuli, you can't see anything, you're not scrolling through your phone, you're not keeping busy all day long, what comes up in meditation is just a heightened experience of what's bubbling under the surface all the time. So sometimes it is meditating after a long day. Sometimes it is saying no to the glass of wine. Sometimes it is saying no to the ice cream. Sometimes it is saying no to the fast food, even though it's convenient. And you just want your stomach to stop growling. Sometimes it's saying no to going out with your friends because you should be preparing for a test or you should be presenting, uh, putting your presentation together so that you can make sure that you have the slides ready to go. All of those things you need discipline for. And so when you look at self-love, a lot of times what self-love is, is self-discipline. You don't need discipline to do easy things. You don't need discipline to do easy things. You don't need discipline to drink a glass of wine. You don't, once again, I love wine. I love ice cream. I love sleeping in. I love all of these things. So I'm not saying that you don't ever do these things. That's not what I'm saying. I want to make sure that we're, we're clear on that. But sometimes you, you need discipline and you don't need discipline to, to go and have that glass of wine. You don't need discipline to eat that ice cream to try to numb your feelings. You don't need discipline to sleep in. You need discipline to do all of the opposite of those things, to say no to the glass of wine, to say no to the ice cream, say no to sleeping in because you love yourself so much and you're not going to deal with this shit anymore. And you're going to push yourself to be better. Self-love is to do the discipline, to have the discipline, to do the things that make you better. And so what it comes down to is what do I need more discipline in? How do I need, and I understand the word discipline is is hard because discipline, self-discipline, is one of the highest forms of self-love. But when we say the word discipline, discipline also has a, a very negative connotation because we think to ourselves, like, when somebody does something wrong, your child, you know, punches your other child in the face, sometimes they need to be disciplined. When your dog does something that's not supposed to, maybe it barks and then poops on the floor, it, needs, it might need discipline. But when we're talking about self-discipline, we need self-discipline to do the things that are better for us. We need self-discipline to wake up early. We need self-discipline to meditate. We need self-discipline to read. We need self-discipline to say, I'm going to take some time and I'm going to meditate because I've just want to just, I just want to exist simply and not, not be so overly stimulated all of the time. So self-love is self-discipline to do the things that make you better. And that's really what it comes down to sometimes. And so if you're asking yourself, how do I love myself more? A lot of times what that is, is showing up for yourself. Because all too, all too often I hear people all the time that, that write in and people who have been through my programs and that type of stuff where they, they give their power away to other people. 
and they have, they put everybody else in front of themselves and then they have no time for themselves. And what happens is they start to lose themselves. And so sometimes what I really think most people should do is realize that there's two forms of self-love. There is the feminine side of it. And once again, male and female, completely out of this. We all have feminine qualities inside of us. We all have masculine qualities inside of us. And so sometimes it is looking in the mirror and having the practice of self-love and saying, I love you. I appreciate you. You know, looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, man, you've been through some, you've been through some shit, bud. And you're doing a really good job. And I appreciate you for that. That is definitely a form of self-love. That is definitely the feminine form of self-love and is definitely necessary. But sometimes it also requires the masculine side of you as well, which is that uncle that's saying, dude, you said you were going to do this and you're, you need to get it done. You don't need to deflect. You don't need to, to numb yourself. You need to step up. You need to make yourself better. And so what I really want you to get out of today's episode is there are two forms of self-love and both of them are necessary for you to love yourself more. The feminine side of it, the masculine side of it. And so when you have a tough day, when you have something that you're working for, when you have things that you really want to grow and improve at, sometimes you need the masculine side of that, the discipline side of it, to do the things that are better for you. And if you do that, you will not regret it. You won't. You'll notice that you grow from it and you will appreciate yourself for saying, you know what, I was really tired when I came home, but I decided to do a 30-minute YouTube workout and I feel better about myself. Because what happens you start thinking to yourself, I didn't want to show up for myself. I did show up for myself. You know what, damn it? I am proud. You're doing amazing. Today was hard. Today was tough. But I'm going to show up for you because I love you. And you did a really great job. And you showed up for yourself. And you got that workout in. And so bring in the, the feminine side of self-love, which we all talk about and we hear about. But also, remember, self-discipline is a form of self-love as well. So... That's what I got for you for today's episode. If you love this episode, please share it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it, Rob Dial Jr., R-O-B-D-I-A-L-J-R. And if you're out there and you love this podcast, you'll also probably love my book because I did write it. And uh, it's 16, 17 years of knowledge of coaching people. And uh, it is called Level Up. You can buy it wherever books are. If you listen to this before October 3rd, you can pre-order it at robdial.com slash book. Everybody who pre-orders will be put into a drawing for over $25,000 in cash and prizes. There's going to be a pool of over 10 people that we're going to be giving this out to for the pool of over $25,000 in cash and prizes. And you'll also get, if you pre-order it, a free mini course about procrastinating that's called uh, how, to, how to Get Off Your Ass Masterclass. And so if you're interested in it, once again, go to robdial.com book. And with that, I'm going to leave the same way I leave you every single episode. Make it your mission to make somebody else's day better. I appreciate you, and I hope that you have an amazing day. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, what's the first thing you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? For me, I'd probably read a little bit more, probably do some meditating and chill. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time, no additional charge. Learn to make more time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dial today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash dial.
Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC.